The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network. The Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hello, Bob here with this week's Bubble Genius Showcase Item of the Week. There's no better way to troll your Trump supporter friends than by picking up Bubble Genius's own tiny orange hand soap set. Give yourself a hand or take two. They're small, tiny in fact. Teeny tiny. They're orange, of course, and smells appropriately of circus peanuts in honor of the GOP's clown dictator. Am I right, folks? Only $12 at BubbleGenius.com, but if you use our promo code Bob and Chez at checkout, you'll get an additional 15% off only at BubbleGenius.com. And now let the cartoons begin. Recorded live in the USA and covering the whole wide world, this is the Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Right with Bob Zeska and Chez Pazienza. Yellowstone, established through an act signed by Ulysses S. Grant, was the nation's first national park. March 1st, 1872. It's getting late, sir. I was wondering, are we through for the evening? Well, we're through with work, Josh. But this part's fun. I'm a national park buff, Josh. I'm sorry, sir? I say I'm a national park buff. I'll bet you didn't know that about me. Well, I, I, I didn't know that about you, sir, but I'm certainly not surprised. Why is that? You're... Quite a nerd, Mr. President. Really? Yes, sir. Is it nerd-like to know that Everglades National Park is the largest remaining subtropical wilderness in the continental United States and has extensive mangrove forests? Just a little bit, yes. There sir. are 54 national parks in this country, Josh. Please tell me you haven't been to all of them. I have been to all of them. I should show you my slide collection. Oh, would you? Grand Canyon, Bryce Canyon, Badlands, Capitol Reef, Acadia, which is so often overlooked. You should... Certainly feel free to keep talking, but I need to go home so that I can be back in my office in four hours. Dry Tortugas, Petrified Forest, North Cascades, Joshua Tree, Shenandoah National Park, right here in Virginia. We should organize a staff field trip to Shenandoah. I could even act as the guide. What do you think? Good a place as any to dump your body. What was that? The best music on the best station. The Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. <laughs> it is Thursday, August 25, 2016, and this is the Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. I am Bob Seska. That is Chez Pazienza. Hey there. Hi. Hello. Brought to you by BubbleGenius.com. It's the best soap in the world. Also brought to you by the Bowen Law Group and attorney Charles J. Bowen. Want free legal advice? Head over to TheBowenLawGroup.com slash Bob and Chez. Or just click the uh, handy dandy link on the podcast page. Lots to talk about today, including, uh, oh, this has become a thing now. Later in the show, we're going to be talking about um, pickle jar truth. Oh boy, there is a there is a thing <laughs> now. Thanks to uh, thanks to our pal Alex Jones. Literally, it's uh, we've got audio of Alex Jones analyzing Hillary Clinton's pickle jar opening on Jimmy Kimmel. Sure, we do. And uh, <laughs> suffice to say, it was a false flag. And I mean that almost literally. Uh, literally, of course. Literally. And uh, Alex Jones looked at the pickle jar. It's a stunt pickle jar. It's a stunt. <laughs> like they rigged the pickle jar in order for her to be able to open it. 
this is real, ladies and gentlemen. Literally. We've got uh, so much stuff to talk about today, so we might as well just dive in. I, I, I don't know if you saw this yesterday, Chaz, but the standards evidently for inviting someone on to do a Reddit AMA <laughs> are really yeah. super low now. I mean, anyone yeah. could do it. I'm surprised they haven't asked us to do it yet, because... We're not as we're not as important as H.A. Goodman. H.A. What a wow! What a what a feast for the piranha that was. Yeah, that's such a such a train wreck. They just destroyed him. (laughs) (laughs) H.A. Goodman, ha ha! (laughs) He did an AMA yesterday on Reddit and got completely annihilated by everybody. I don't think I couldn't find a single answer from him. I think he just he got on. He did his stupid S-eating grin photo of him holding the sign saying, "Hi Reddit. I am HA Goodman. Ask me anything." Yeah. And then they started in. And it was just you can, one You can see me here here's my latest appearance on Well, actually, you know what's funny? He doesn't have any more appearances on TV, does he? Right. If you want to see my appearances on MSNBC, CNN, and The Hill, Go to hagoodman.com. That's literally... He's, he is seriously... He's such a perfect... He's such a perfect product yeah. of the internet, of yeah. internet politics. He genuinely is. Mr. You know, there was this time when the internet was supposed to be... A, it was going to be a brave new world where, you know, democratized media and, you know, smart people who never had a chance to step up and really show their stuff yeah. would now be able to and you'd get a diversity of opinions and it was just... It was going to be so wonderful. It was going to be <laughs> such a nice little utopia. Yeah. And now you've got, you know, Alex Jones and f***ing H.A. Goodman. That's right. And Alex, Alex Jones and H.A. Goodman. I don't know how well... I mean, I'm sure Alex... Alex Jones at some point has done a Reddit AMA. I can't imagine that he hasn't, given that they've gone all the way down the list to to H.A. Goodman. <laughs> Here's one. Mr. Goodman, over the many months of this campaign season, you've written about your support of a highly diverse set of candidates, including Rand Paul, Martin O'Malley, Jim Webb, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, and now Jill Stein. How do you how do you reconcile the varying views of these candidates with your own political ideology? Can you honestly claim to base your support for these candidates off a consistent political philosophy, or do you simply wish to see anybody other than Hillary Clinton elected president? That's, and, that's a fine question, but it, it's just too much. It just, it just po- honestly, the, the Nelson thing, the pointing and laughing is best. Yes. There's just no reason to take this thing seriously. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> That's all I would have done. If I had known about this beforehand, damn it, why doesn't anyone inform me of this crap before it happened? H.A. Goodman will say anything for attention. That's what I'm seeing. It was another question. That's not even a question, is it? Oh, no, that's that's the best part about it. It was just like it was like I said, it was piranha. It was just a feast. They just skinned him alive. They just came in and insulted him to his face over and over and over again. It's a beautiful thing. Here's another one. This is the the one right after the one that I read. Do you agree with Jill Stein's running mate that Obama is an Uncle Tom? (laughs) Here's the next one. Please name a single accomplishment of Jill Stein. (laughs) How is someone who has never held any significant political office, Stein, at all qualified to fill the most important elected position in the world? (laughs) This is one right after another on this, and they go into it. It just that's the thing. It's like just the floodgates opened and and out came the crazies. Yeah. The not not crazies. The people asking him, either asking him legitimate questions or just trolling him, which, which in this case I think is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Here's another question. Not even a question. Jill Stein is currently losing to Trump, Clinton, Johnson, and Harambe. 
the dead gorilla. Jill Stein is losing and, to and, the gorilla and, and, that and, was shot. And D's nuts. And D's nuts. <laughs> It's the most absurd I, thing. I it's so it's so masturbatory. Is what it is. I can't wait until uh, <laughs> until when Jill Stein is has, you know is down bad enough when H. A. Goodman turns his support to D's nuts. <laughs> D's nuts is the man for us. That's right. Or he's just going to start talking about indictments with regard yeah. to indictments the indictments uh, are coming. Indictments coming. Clinton Foundation indictments coming, and Bernie Sanders will be the next president. H. A. Goodman dot com. God, what a. D- bag he really is <laughs> yeah he deserves all of that all right so uh speaking of the clinton foundation which will likely be the next ha goodman uh, hobby horse uh, the ap is certainly digging for something here and they're not finding it. it this is another example of the kind of journalism that we've been talking about for a few years now beginning but not exclusively beginning with but you know when we first really started talking about it on the show was back during the snowden affair where there was just horrendous cherry picking and bad reporting going on and red herrings and making nothing into something. And that's absolutely the case now with this Clinton Foundation story from the Associated Press. This is, I mean, in case you haven't been following along with this whole thing, they, the AP basically came out and said that Hillary Clinton took meetings with, I think it's 60 people, 80, 85 people during her four years as Secretary of State, took meetings with 85 people from private interests who met or had phone conversations scheduled with Clinton while she led the State Department. They also, they then donated to her family charity or at some point, you know, at some point before or after, we don't know at what point they did this, donated to her family charity, the Clinton Foundation, or pledged commitments to its international programs. So again, at least this is this. I'm reading this verbatim from the the, the breaking story from Associated Press right. from a few days ago. At least 85 of 154 people from private interests. All right, so they're already narrowing down the scope of what they're talking about to make it seem more uh, incendiary than it actually is. 85 of 154 people from private interests who met or had phone conversations scheduled with Clinton while she led the State Department donated to her family charity, again, the Clinton Foundation, or pledged commitments to its international programs, according to a review of State Department calendars released so far to the Associated Press. Combined, the 85 donors contributed as much as $156 million. At least 40 donated more than $100,000 each, and 20 gave more than $1 million. All right, this is what Donald Trump has been screaming about for the last week. It's a scandal, he's saying. It's a scandal, scandal. Right. This is pay for play. Donald Trump called for a special prosecutor to look into this. You know, and it's no effing wonder. Chris Eliza, who's almost as guilty, I think, as the Associated Press, wrote in his uh, column in the Washington Post, it is literally impossible to look at those two paragraphs, the, the, the thing that I just read from the AP, and not raise your eyebrows. Half of all the non-governmental people Clinton either met with or spoke to on the phone during her four years at the State Department were donors to the Clinton Foundation. Half, he writes in all caps. And those 85 people donated $156 million, which, according to my calculator, breaks down to an average contribution just north of $1.8 million. Yes, I know that not everyone gave the same amount. It just plain looks bad. Really bad. It looks... Remember those words. It looks bad. Right. It, we're, we're going off of looks and feelings now yeah. instead of what's actually for real. And then he goes on. 
to say. After saying it looks bad, after going off, after using all caps to write half. I just, God damn it. He, he writes just, in it's here. Inf- I'm sorry, it's infuriating. Yeah, it that, should be. That they're doing this. I mean, I get it. I know that they wanted they wanted to to create the illusion of balance, but it's you know just hearing Chris Saliza say this looks bad. Yeah. It looks bad when you've got the other guy is somebody who is a fucking monster. I know every single thing he has done not only looks bad, it sounds bad. It is bad. It yeah. is rotten to the core. Well, what they're doing now is they're conflating this with Donald Trump's Trump University scandal. Mm-hmm. As if it's somehow the same, right? Go, Yeah, please, sue Hillary Clinton, for God's sake. Indict her, throw her in jail, because she collects seven figures from someone to fight AIDS. To fight AIDS. To house and clothe poor people with zero financial gain on her part or Bill Clinton's part. Neither of them take a salary from the Clinton Foundation. And yet, uh, Chris Eliza continues on here. Okay, again... This, it just plain looks bad, he writes. Really bad. After talking about half, right? He continues on by saying, no one is alleging that the Clinton Foundation didn't and doesn't do enormous amounts of good around the world. Well, thanks for acknowledging that one, Chris. Then he continues and says, to be clear, I have no evidence, none, that Clinton broke any law or did anything intentionally shady. All right, it just looks bad. It looks bad. It's amazing. Whatever, dude. Every, That's where we are. It looks bad. Yeah, it looks bad. <laughs> this horrible, horrible, horrible nonsense, nothing scandal. It is a nothing scandal. You know what? I mean, the, the Clinton Foundation does so much good in the world. Here's just a, here's a sense of w- what uh, the Clinton Foundation does. Um, the numbers and figures that often go unreported put the life-changing work of the Clinton Foundation in a context that matters. Today, for example, as the day of this reporting, almost 10 million people in more than 70 countries have access to life-saving medicines through the Clinton Health Initiative, the Clinton Health Access Initiative. In the United States, 17, in the U.S., I underscore in the United States, 17 million children in more than 29,000 schools, 29,000 schools, have healthier food and more physical activity options. And through the Clinton Global Initiative, partners have made nearly 3,200 commitments to action that have improved the lives of over 430 million people in 180 countries. And for this, they're going to have to shut down this goddamn foundation while Hillary Clinton is president because of Donald fucking Trump and the Associated Press and bags like Chris Eliza who don't who wouldn't know a news story if it crawled up their ass and took a shit. I mean this is absolutely infuriating not only is it a big giant nothing burger of a story but the story is reported horribly I mean there are I mean what it does is it makes it makes it look like half the reporting makes it look like well half that's a big number I mean, 85 out of 154 people who met with Hillary Clinton during her four years. Yeah, but that's not the, the 154 people is not a, the full list of people that Hillary Clinton met with in those four years. But they make it seem like it is. And and this is that's a lot of people. I mean, half, half, he says. But it's actually more like 7000 people. Now, what is it? Yeah, yeah. 85 people out of 7000 
amounts to something. I don't know. It was that like 0.1 percent just mm-hmm. ha- of those people just happened to have donated money to the Clinton Foundation to fight AIDS. <laughs> and this is something that is indictment worthy. Donald Trump calling for a special prosecutor. Do you think that if Donald Trump is elected in November, a, a, a likelihood that's very, very rare as time goes on, is going to uh, investigate this? Of course he's going to investigate this. He's going to go after every single one of his political enemies. He's going to use the Oval Office as a cudgel to like beat up on journalists, to beat up on political and business rivals, international rivals, to do all the crazy crap that he's wanted to do for years to, as payback against everyone who's wronged him. Everyone who's made fun of his teeny tiny hands and his teeny tiny d- yep. That's That's what Donald Trump wants to do in the White House. This is so... I cannot underscore how much of a travesty this is, not only in terms of journalism, but in terms of American politics. I mean, this is, I mean, it's not a massive thing yet, but it's this kind of reporting that brings down good organizations. It's this kind of shoddy reporting that brought down ACORN, that almost brought down Planned Parenthood. I mean, remember the terrible reporting surrounding that, where everyone was taking it at face value, leaving people, even the Democratic candidate, even Bernie Sanders was like, well, this is a big problem. The Planned Parenthood videos, big problem. Because of the reporting going on around it, and it turned out they were fake. They were phony, right. selectively edited videos. Right. And the thing the thing about Democrats, the thing about liberals is that uh, they want to try to be, they, they intrinsically want to, well... Most anyway. Now there's a far left that's just as bad as the far right. But right. they intrinsically want to be fair. Yep. Yep. They and want that's to... something that can be exploited very easily mm-hmm. by people who know how to. By the way, uh, 85 out of 7,000 donors, that's about 1%. Approximately 1% of all the donors gave money to the Clinton Foundation. That's 7,000 people who Hillary Clinton met with. Just Okay. All right. <laughs> I need to talk about shaving. That's what I need to do right now. And my favorite, Harry's razor. God, I mean, the new razors with the uh, the grippy handle and the little uh, the little touch-up blade along the top where you can get that little hard-to-reach space below your nose, right, right there in that little hard-to-reach place. I can't stand that hair right there. You can just get rid of that as quickly as possible. The, the brand-new Harry's razor. I've been using Harry's shaving products for months and months now, and I've spent a lot of time on the air and off telling people how much I love Harry's. As I've said before, I get a close, smooth, comfortable shave with Harry's, a shave that's every bit as good as the big name brands, and for a whole lot less money, a whole lot less. I love the German-engineered blades that come straight from Harry's factory to me. I even love the packaging. No middleman, no trips to the stores, and no more crazy prices. Harry's blades cost half of what the big brands charge. I love that too. Harry's new five-blade cartridges include a softer flex hinge for a more comfortable shave, a trimmer blade for hard to get to places, and a lubricating strip and a textured handle for more control when it's wet. And the price didn't go up a penny. Nothing. I love that too. And it makes Harry's introductory offer even sweeter. That weighted handle, great smelling moisturizing shave cream, three of those amazing cartridges and a travel cover for just 10 bucks. Normally $15, Harry's knocks off $5 when you use the code B-A-N-D-C at harrys.com. That's B-A-N-C for Bob and Chet. Stay away from those cheap disposables, uh, but stop paying too much for quality. Support this show, your face, and your wallet by using the code BANDC at harrys.com. The Bob 
Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. All right, welcome back to our Tuesday show. It's our Thursday show, isn't it? <laughs> what it is, day yes. it is? It's Thursday. No, not Tuesday, Thursday. Don't panic. It's not, not Tuesday, it's Thursday. The week is almost over. Okay, yeah, uh, Donald Trump called for a uh, special prosecutor to investigate the pay-for-play accusation. I imagine a lot of the people at Trump rallies who are screaming whenever he, uh, whenever Donald Trump says pay-for-play, they don't know what the hell pay-for-play actually means. Of, they course, probably, of course not. Republican presidential nominee Donald Trump urged the Justice Department on Monday to appoint a special prosecutor to investigate if donors to the Clinton Foundation got special treatment from the State Department when it was run by his Democratic rival Hillary Clinton. Trump made a uh, made the appeal at a rally before thousands of cheering supporters in Akron, Ohio, as he tries to rebound from a slide in uh, national opinion polls with little more than two months to go until the November 8 election. By the way, speaking of those things, speaking of the amount of time left to go, early voting starts in a few weeks. Early voting. So there are going to be thousands of voters casting their ballot while Trump is still... What's what's the latest Reuters poll? Got Trump down 12 points nationally. What's the race in Virginia? 16 or 19... Was it 16 or 19 points? Hillary Clinton wins Virginia. Hillary Clinton wins the election. But, I mean, nationally, there are going to be people, pockets of, uh, of people who are who are uh, casting their ballots while Donald Trump is still jerking off whatever the hell Donald Trump is doing. <laughs> this is great. And what, what makes everything even worse for Donald Trump is his ridiculous immigration plan, which isn't really a plan. It's just whatever the hell he's talking about on the day. Because remember on Tuesday, we talked about how Donald Trump wants to just do what Barack Obama and George W. Bush did. Just follow the law. I kept saying, I'm going to follow the law. It's a big, beautiful law. It's a very, very <laughs> tremendous law, and I'm going to follow that law. Well, oh, Chez, last night he was on Sean Hannity. He did the, this town hall with Sean Hannity. And he actually, he, he, he outlined very little of his plan, but the plan is different. We well, said he's going to follow the law. But then, I do, you know what? Honestly, I don't know what the hell his plan is. I can't even summarize it. But what he did was he actually surveyed the audience to ask them. On three different occasions, he surveyed the audience to find out what they think his plan should be. It is August 25th. In uh, just a few days, we're going to be two months away from the election. Is it two months? Yeah. Yeah, two months away is from that the where election. We are, are we really there? Yeah, was it like uh, September 8th or so? It'll be uh, right, two, two months. Yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> and he still doesn't know what the uh, one, one of his key platform planks actually is, which is immigration. Oh, he's been talking about it since day one, since his announcement speech in which he called Mexicans rapists. He's been saying that immigration is the main thing. And he still doesn't have any sort of cohesive plan. Here was Donald Trump on Hannity. Now, this is such a revealing piece of audio. This is, this is idiocracy politics times a thousand. This is Trump with Sean Hannity on Fox News Channel with a friendly audience in an auditorium. Trump is going to say there are thousands of people, probably not thousands of people. And, uh, well, just here, you've got to hear this. It, you also seem to be indicating there might be something other than they have to go back. Look, Is, look, am, I, am I reading that right? We have to follow the laws of our country. We have, right. to, we have to follow the laws. Now, 
Can we be, and I'll ask the audience, you have somebody who's terrific, who's been here. 20 years. Right, long time. Uh, long court proceeding, long How can everything. Hannity talk with Trump's <laughs> in his mouth? <laughs> Actually, I know exactly how we can talk with Trump's <laughs> in his mouth because there's not much there. <laughs> right. It's like uh, Hannity's just like chewing on a swizzle stick or something. That's yeah. he's, he's got a coffee stirrer. Is this a coffee stirrer or is this Donald Trump's? <laughs> I don't know. Something's in my mouth and it's tiny. <laughs> OK, in other words, to get him out. Can we go through a process or do you think they have to get out? Tell me. I mean, I don't know. You tell me. So so already he's hedging. It's like, should they go through a process or should they just get out? Now, Donald Trump's platform up until like two days ago was they should get out. I'm going to round up 12 million uh, people into boxcars or whatever, and we're going to march them down back across the border and leave them for dead in the desert somewhere. That was that was basically the Donald Trump plan before. But now it's that, or we're going to follow the law, they're going to go through a process, and now he's asking this auditorium filled with mouth-breathing yokels yeah. what he should do about immigration. This is where it's come down to, folks. Go through a process that maybe give him a chance. Clap, we got to hear you. How many people? Uh, how many think they should go? Yes. But do it again. Do it again. So let me ask you, because this is like, this place is packed. Yeah. Does everybody get this kind of a crowd? No. Uh, no. Jesus, that's all we can do is talk about his crowd. Did you see the video yeah. of uh, wherever the hell it was shot where he's talking about, look at all these people, where we broke the we broke the record here, all these people packed all the way back to the corner, says some guy with a cell phone, and he's turned around and there's like nobody there. I know. Oh, God. Yes, because Donald Trump honestly wants people to believe that because he's got large crowd sizes, well, he's obviously winning. That's why. I mean, it's just the stupid rookie mistake. It's the rank amateur mistake that we've been talking about for years now, much less in the past year when it's been such a thing. Like people, it's so funny how every four years you can almost start writing the same articles every four years because it's like. Well, four years now, and we've got another presidential election. I guess people are going to start conflating crowd sizes with electoral outcomes. Yep, and sure as shit, there they are. <laughs> and then you wait long enough, and they're all popping up. Now it's even the Republican nominee saying this crap. We've got another story along those lines in terms of how the Trump campaign is perceiving the polls in just a few minutes. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Let's get back to this audio with, uh, with Trump on Hannity. It's very easy. That's why he keeps calling me back. See, this is why he keeps calling us back, right? But, look, let, let me ask you the process. So you have somebody that's been in the country for 20 years, has done a great job, has a job, and everything else. Okay, do we take him and the family, uh, her or him or whatever, and send him out? And they're gone. Or, when somebody really has shown, you know, it's called like the merit system, other than they did break the law in the first place, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's a little. L- listen to this. Listen to the crowd. It's just chaos. It is. That's all. It's 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 uh, uh you know it's Springer. It's, it's, it's Jerry, Jerry Springer. Jerry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. On an international show, a show that appears around the world, on the various Fox News networks, and it's just the audience has taken over. Yeah. The audience and is just blurting shit out. Watching this, watching Hannity just seriously, just just stick his head completely into Donald Trump's saggy ass is just, I mean, 
he, it's sad because he deserves all the criticism he's been getting and all yeah. the criticism that's that's made him lose his shit on Twitter so much over the last, you know, several weeks. Uh-huh. But it's not going to really I'm not sure it's really going to have any long term effect on him because, no. again, it's, it's all inside the bubble yeah. and nobody really gives a shit there. Yeah, no, absolutely not. And th- this is a bubble that's it's a bubble within a bubble. They don't care what happens in the broader outside far right bubble. All they care about is what's happening in their their new alt right bubble. And in the alt right bubble, Sean Hannity's still a great guy. For the rest of conservatism, right. Sean Hannity is a clown at this point. I mean, conservatives, the Wall Street Journal, for God's sake, lashing out against Sean Hannity for being such a uh, stenographer of RNC talking points or Trump talking points, for that matter. And good luck right. keeping up with Trump's talking points because they change every three minutes. Sure. Based on the whimsy of his audience, clearly. A little unfair to people, but we'll let, we're going to let people come in anyway. They'll come in legally. We're going to let people come in anyway. It's not going to have an effect. So do we tell... What, we're going to let the people come in anyway. It's I not going to happen, need, in fact. I can't. I will be so glad when I never have to hear this fucking asshole's voice again. Yeah, no shit. Really? Yeah. I mean, I completely agree with you. I mean, and, and again, the Republican nominee... Doesn't know what the hell his immigration policy is. These people to get out, number one, or do we work with them and let them stay in some form? Again, the the ne- this is like the third time he's done this. He's got to ask the audience again what they think. Like, is this going to have any bearing whatsoever on his policy choices? God, I hope not. What it's it's basically he's it's just a pause lines. Whatever he yeah. can do to get the audience riled up. That's, that's right. <laughs> It's just, right. dear God, I cannot, I cannot believe that this is where we are. Yeah, this is where we, we are. We are, you know, I mean, I mean I'm, I, we were talking before the, the podcast. I'm overwhelmed with work. Yeah. I, am, I am on the, I'm at the breaking point. Mm-hmm. There aren't enough hours in the day. And <laughs> right. then in the back of my mind, there is always, you know what, in like 40 years, uh, Miami's going to be underwater and we're, we'll have a, a load of uh, 100 plus days. That's right. And we're, we'll be well on our way to oblivion. And right now, this idiot is one of the two people running for president of the United States. That's right. That's right. The top- and I'm just, I just want to go crawl into a hole and not come out. Yeah. That story that we talked about uh, on Tuesday's show about uh, the climate crisis, that should have been the, the lead story. That should have been the story of this news cycle. I mean, all things equal, all things considered, maybe the, the top story of this week. Wasn't even much less this month. It should be. But uh, but no, no one's talking about it because Trump still, still doesn't know what his immigration plan is. I'm just curious because it's a very interesting situation. No, wait, wait. So the bad ones, the gang members, all them, what do you think? Uh, Inside the bubble, folks. disagree on the gang members. Is there one person? Yeah, there's a gang member over there. That, okay. Is there one person? And I mean, we will get them out so fast. You know, the police know who they are. These police know, and the people know who they are. The police, they know who they are, and they're going to be gone like so fast your head will spin. Okay, so that's so fast, so fast your head will spin. That's all he's got. That's all he's got. They'll be gone so fast. They'll be gone. How are they going to be gone, Donald Trump? How do you intend to weed out the gang members allegedly? Nobody asks any questions. It's just... Yeah, get them out. Get those gang members out. Yeah, it's bromides. Again, it's just uh, stupid nonsense. It's words, buzzwords for the the white mouth breathing yokels who just hate black people and hate brown people. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's all it is. Let it be known 
that Donald Trump is doing nothing except to appeal to the worst instincts of humanity. The worst instincts. Okay. And that's, you know how easy that is to do? It's so easy to appeal to those base instincts, to those, the, the, the knee-jerk simplicity of, yeah, I just kick them all out. All those gang members in Mexico, in Akron, Ohio. <laughs> what? Really? <sighs> so now we have the person, 20 years, been an upstanding person. The family's great. Everyone's great. Do we throw them out or do we work with them and try and do so? So, so okay, that's it. Enough of this audio. Um, that is the second time he surveyed about this person who's been in the, the hypothetical person that's been in the crowd, been in the country for 20 years. He doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. He has no policy. He's leaving it up to Sean Hannity's goddamn audience to decide what his policy is on immigration. His main thing. His main thing. This is his main thing. This is what Donald Trump is all about. This is what started his campaign. This is what's keeping the yokels fueled up and, and, and uh, hyperventilating with, with stiff, turgid erections, every single one of them for the first time in 20 years. This is what it's all about. And he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. All right, we're going to take another break and come back with more show right after this. Hello, it's Bob to tell you about our Patreon page. You might be asking yourself, what the hell is a Patreon page? It's a website where you can help support our podcast by donating money to the show. You can sign up for $1, $5, $10, or $15 per month. Or if you're filthy rich, you can sign up for more. In exchange, we'll bring you exclusive Patreon-only content like our post-mortem shows, memberships to the after party, and commercial-free, unbleeped versions of our free show. And if we reach our crowdfunding goal, we'll bring you new shows every weekday. That's patreon.com slash Bob and Chez, or click the Patreon link at bobseska.com. Let's do this thing. Shove Bob and Chez into your pants and haul them around with you wherever you go. Subscribe to the Bob and Chez Show in the podcast section on iTunes. Right, and the second half of today's show is brought to you by the BobSuska.com Amazon link. If you want to go shopping at Amazon.com, enter that site using our link just beneath the logo at BobSuska.com. And we get a small commission from everything you buy as long as you hit that link. It costs you nothing and helps support the show. Make sure to bookmark it. And if you have a small business, this is really important, if you have a small business and you like to source a lot of your goods and materials from Amazon.com, like you get paper cups or uh, things for the, uh, the, the water cooler room, Room. What do they call it now? The, the employee lounge? Wow. The water cooler room. It's been so long since I worked in an office. Uh-huh. <laughs> you buy napkins and crap like that for the... You pick up the, yes, you pick up the, the external uh, communication device and punch a couple buttons on it. That's right. Get it all through our Amazon link. Okay. And uh, did I say to bookmark it? Yeah, go ahead and bookmark it. Okay. So uh, there, there are evidently secret Trump voters that no one knows about. Except for Kellyanne Conway and Donald Trump himself. They're, the polls, this is how they're unskewing the polls now. Yeah. The headline from Mediaite, Trump campaign manager, we're actually winning right now because of undercover Trump voters. Trump oh, camp- that's right, that's right, I heard this one. This is ridiculous. <sighs> Secret voters. They've got a whole cache of secret voters. And, you know, and that's going to become like, that's going to be the new, the, the new uh, uh, catchphrase, too. The unskewed poll catchphrase yeah. is going to be that undercover Trump voters. You know Under- there's a talking point uh, memo that went around on that. Yeah. 
That's right. Just waiting for the plane to go by. <laughs> yeah, I know. Welcome to Burbank. Yeah, there's a, so there's an under there's a memo about this, right? Yeah. Under yeah, that's yeah. You know, you know that somebody picked on that picked up on that as like a talking point. Oh right. Okay. You know, like, oh yeah. Under undercover. Yeah. Under Trump. We've got, to, we've got to talk about undercover Trump voters. Trump voters. It's a new. You know, it's a new Daryl Hall and John Oates song. Well, this appears to confirm, for me at least, that much of what Donald Trump has been saying about African Americans is aimed directly at the alleged undercover voters, the secret Donald Trump voters. Because what what they think, I think the calculation, is that the secret voters are secret because they don't want to admit that they support Trump for fear of being labeled racists. I think that's entirely the thing. Right. I think that, and, and so from there, that bit of fiction is now contributing to this new bit of fiction about the, <laughs> about the secret Trump voters. Secret Trump voters. Conway denied, uh, this is Kellyanne Conway, denied on the Channel 4 special, President Trump, can he really win? That Trump was, this is on Ch- uh, the UK's Channel 4. That Trump was losing and denounced the polls that showed him down to Hillary Clinton as, quote, cherry picking polling numbers that are put out there by media outlets that are also bent on his destruction. Kellyanne Conway, (laughs) the media outlets are bent on his destruction. That's quite apocalyptic, isn't it? (laughs) They just they want to they want to destroy Donald Trump. Ah, Let's get him. Torture's pitchforks. You know, mayhem. I do want to destroy Donald Trump. Yeah. I genuinely do. I know. But it's not like if we're... There, if there were some way to, you know, if there were some way to, to uh, you know, shoot him with like a har- harpoon gun and then blow him out of the goddamn airlock, mm-hmm. I'd be all for that. <laughs> Here are the latest polls from, uh, from 538. I mean, it's Florida. Hillary Clinton up by five. Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton up by 6.6. Ohio, Hillary Clinton up 4.7. Virginia, Hillary Clinton up 8.9. Michigan, Hillary Clinton up 9.6. North Carolina up 2.9. Minnesota up 8.7. Colorado up 9.0. Wisconsin up 9.6. New Jersey up 13.5. Chris Christie's New Jersey. Thanks, Chris. Nevada up 5.8 points. Uh, uh, Iowa up 3.4 points. This just I mean, this is the expected margin of victory for Hillary Clinton, according to Nate Silver. This is not this is not cherry picking. This is not picking out like one Zogby poll or something and saying, oh, look, Hillary Clinton's winning in this Zogby poll, this random outlier poll. But all the rest of them are showing Donald Trump winning. That's not how it works. This is every single damn poll showing Hillary Clinton not only leading nationally, by in some by some measures, the latest measure being Reuters up twelve points, maybe as low as four points. But this this is absolutely what's happening. Then you look at the state level polls, and it's Hillary Clinton blowing out in all of these important swing states. I mean, at this point, Donald Trump could win Ohio and Iowa and North Carolina and Florida, and Hillary Clinton would still win the election. She could. Yeah. I mean, Trump could also win Pennsylvania, and Hillary Clinton would still win the election because she's got Virginia, and Virginia. The margin of victory for Hillary Clinton in Virginia is growing by the day. I think the latest numbers showed her up sixteen points, as we said earlier. This isn't cherry picking. This isn't a matter of secret voters, <laughs> where you know, wearing uh, cloaks of invisibility, so they're not detected as Trump supporters somehow. This is just a matter of basic math. 
and you cannot unskew it. And the fact that they're getting away with un- the whole unskewed crap again, basically uh, without criticism from the non-liberal press, mm-hmm. is amazing to me. Okay, we're going to go back to Hillary Clinton and her appearance on Jimmy Kimmel the other night in which she opened a jar of pickles. And the reason we're going to talk about this again, as I said at the top of the show, because Alex Jones thinks that the whole thing was staged, the whole thing was a false flag. The pickle jar opening was a false pickle jar truthers. flag. And this is where Ches loads his pistol. P- pickle jar truthers. <laughs> back with more show after this. You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. This is the Bob and Chez Show with Bob Seska and Chez Pazienza, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Buzz. Bring me back and Okay, moving along here. Hang me long out in the sun. Remember when uh, Dana Carvey did George H.W. Bush on SNL, and one of the bits he did was that he's, he's got a three-pronged plan for uh, his administration. The first prong was... Education. Second yeah. prong was the secret prong. I recommend measures for the secret prong. Right. And now Donald Trump's got secret supporters. Okay. In addition, by the way, in addition to, uh, oh God, this ridiculous uh, Clinton Foundation scandal, the other Hillary Clinton scandal is, of course, the Hillary Clinton he- health scandal, which is all, these are all non-scandal scandals. These aren't scandals insofar as they're actual things, actual news stories. These are scandals that are made up by, by Trump people. And the, uh, the health one in particular is just absolutely stupid. And it's not one that's reserved for the fringes. It's not just, you know, Alex Jones and his entire universe of uh, schi- schizophrenic paranoids. This is now seeped into the Trump campaign. I mean, Trump campaign surrogates are going around like, yeah, well, like we, we talked about it the other day. It's like Rudy Giuliani going around saying, America! Uh, Rudy Giuliani talking about like looking at the uh, Hillary Clinton photos of her trying to walk up the stairs or whatever or doing a double take at that reporter. They're looking at it like it's the Zapruder footage. Yeah. Oh, totally. Completely. And uh, and so as we uh, talked about on Tuesday's show, uh, Hillary Clinton went on Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Kimmel, as a joke, asked her to open a jar of pickles. And of course, Hillary Clinton opened the jar of pickles. And it was a big applause uh, bit, and everyone loved it. We talked about it on the show. But the next day, on Wednesday, 
it was time for Alex Jones to debunk the Hillary Clinton pickle jar conspiracy. And he effing did it. He went over the video, and I've cut out those segments of the, the actual audio here that we're going to play. But he, he, he played the video like it was the Zapruder footage. I mean, he blew it up. He went in, he did a close-up. He listened carefully to the sound, played it in slow motion, looking for the pop. Like, where's the pop? There was no pop. I mean, you do not turn a jar, but, well, I'm just going to play the audios instead of, <laughs> instead of reenacting it here. They are engaged in a cover-up. We know that back in 2012, 2013... She spent is, a year. Just my two, my two favorite fucking words that we have heard so often. <laughs> yeah. We know. We know. I love that. I love that. We know yeah. that. You know, Cheney was the first one I noticed that with. Right. You know, we know. Well, we know this. No, yeah. you don't. You don't have crap. Right. Right. And the, the entire thing about conspiracy theorists and people who bullshit you is that they say well this is something we know yeah. that's the way they start everything this is you know well look here's here are the facts that we know mm. well can you prove to me that they're there's something that we actually know well, well no but we know them exactly what it does is it, it projects to listeners that oh we've got this bit of information and you just weren't listening when we revealed it on the show when we broke the news about the conspiracy from 2012 and 2013 of covering up hillary clinton's head injury we talked about that and that's all been confirmed we already know all that and that's what he's that's what he's projecting here. It's like we we've got that. Uh, that's that's all in the bag. Don't even yeah. think about that bit of information. That's, that's all. Start, confirmed. That's the starting off point. The yeah. starting off point is that she had a stroke. She had a stroke. Right. <laughs> Let's move on. In a hospital that specializes in brain surgery and brain tumors and neurological problems. And they admit she had surgeries for blood clots, but she's not released those medical records. Now, that said, all of that laid out here. And doctors coming out every day and new videos of her stumbling and falling down and not being able to stand up and acting disoriented, looking like she's having many seizures. None of that actually happened. None of what he just said actually happened. We all we all know this. People people with yeah. brains in their heads, people who have a realistic view of what's happening in the universe around them know that what everything he just said was nonsense. She was helped up the stairs because the stairs were icy. She did a she did a triple take to that reporter who surprised her uh, while she was but doing it, a press it gaggle. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because all that matters is what his idiot rabble believe. That's right. That's right. And and the sad thing is. You would think that most, you know, major news organizations would not take the bait on this. Right. The, the problem is that they are now reporting on the quote-unquote controversy. And right. all that does is give it legs That's outside right. of the bubble. When, quite frankly, it shouldn't have any legs out. The people who are outside of the fucking idiot bubble that Alex Jones and Fox News inhabit, those people, everybody, well, the rest of us, the rest of the planet – that should have absolutely no idea that this bullshit is going on, this fucking yelling and screaming and monkeys throwing shit at each other yeah. is going on inside the bubble because it's bullshit. It's nonsense. And if you remember in 2008, this is exactly how the birth certificate thing started. This is Exa actually how exactly. Obama is a secret Muslim. That's how that all got started because it started out as a ridiculous chain e email circulated by the Alex Jones people, all the conspiracy theorists out there. And then it, uh, then it emerged in Mark Halperin's column in Time Magazine, in which he suggested, listed a bunch of suggestions for the, the John McCain campaign in terms of how to defeat Barack Obama. Number 11 was present Obama's name as if he's a Manchurian candidate. Yeah. 
So and then and then you've got endless roundtables on the Chris Matthews show and so forth on the liberal MSNBC, mind you, in which they're talking about Obama's exotic name and Obama's exotic background. And why can't Obama close the deal with his exotic name and his exotic Kenyan background? You know, when when equally as much his yeah, background exactly. is from Kansas, for God's sake. <laughs> You know, but then, then this became mainstream and this is beca- this became a thing to the point where the current Republican nominee for president of the United States spent his own money, allegedly, to investigate the fact that Barack Obama was not born in Hawaii, as he says, and as all of the facts point to. That's how all of this crap gets right. started. Now they're doing the same thing with this nonsense, this uh, slanderous Series of accusations against Hillary Clinton. Slanderous. And our Secret Service leaked intel that she indeed has some serious ne- neurological uh, disorders. Had to have her vehicles fitted with special uh, systems that lower down to the ground so she can be basically <sighs> lifted into the car. This is all made up. Oh, God. It's all made oh, up. I swear I don't need it. I'm <laughs> dying here. Yeah. I don't need a aneurysm. <laughs> Where do you get? We're not even into the worst special part. Special systems. He, he's this going, asshole knows nothing. Wait till he starts going over the pickle. You know, truck. you know, Gawker got shut down. Yeah. By Peter Thiel mm-hmm. because it pissed him off and outed him, and then continued to hammer his business practices. Yeah. And so this. Whole billionaire pumped his money secretly into taking down Gawker. Right. Gawker is a media outlet that some have decided, as I as I have learned, just oh, I mean, yeah. mind-bogglingly on the Daily Banter. Just mm-hmm. mind like it makes my fucking head spin that oh, people know. are this dumb. Yeah. And and as I said in the piece that I wrote about the end of Gawker, this is one of those things that I I take no quarter on. If you think that it's okay that a billionaire shuts down Gawker, you're fucking wrong. Yeah, you're yeah. not. You're missing the point. Yep. So that happened. Mm-hmm. This this outlet was shut down, and yet Alex Jones continues to spout shit every second of every day, and he has a huge audience for it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, a massive audience, and and now there's and listen to the nonsense that he is casting as the truth. The the meta conspiracy now inside the conspiracy that Hillary Clinton has serious health issues is now that she rigged the pickle jar on the Jimmy Kimmel show. Jesus, man! Yeah. I know, I know. They put her on an entertainment show like Jimmy Kimmel, and he takes her pulse, and then he opens or or she supposedly opens a can of pickles it was a jar of pickles but you know why should that matter now i noticed this well, you right know, away. well you know the fact that he said can of pickles <laughs> that shows that obviously alex jones has some sort of brain aneurysm yeah i know because i mean it's a jar it's obviously a jar of pickles i mean if she not, opens- it's not a can of pickles and yet he said can of, why did he say can of pickles <laughs> Why did he say can't? I don't know. I don't get that. Obviously, must show we know that Alex Jones has been checked into a hospital for brain problems. We know that he hallucinates and he sees shape shifting lizard people and juice boxes to cause gayness. <laughs> that's so. That's so goddamn right. That's so spot on. Yeah, you know, if she actually popped open a can of pickles, if she actually was able to pry open a can with her bare hands, <laughs> that, that is kind awesome. of amazing. <laughs> Just rip it right open. Imagine just Hillary Clinton grabbing a can of pickles and just ripping the lid right off of it, just tearing the metal in half. 
Look at all these pickles now out of this can of pickles. And we blew the video up. There's no pop when she opens it, and she acts like yes. she has to turn it all the way around <laughs> like she's opening a can of peanut butter. But anyone who's opened a sealed can... I just... I'm I'm a step away from driving to Texas and just beating the f***ing shit out of him. And tell him that we're liars. It's you now she and I say driving because I want to take a good like I want it to be a journey to get there yeah. to pummel the f out of this asshole. You 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 don't open a can of pickles like you would open a can of peanut butter. You just know the this idiot doesn't even know the difference between a can and a jar and how they're two distinct vessels containing food items. Uh, the, uh, it's just can. I mean, you don't open. Oh no, you, you twist the can of uh, peanut butter off, but you don't twist the pickle jar because what you do is you. And he's going to go into how you how, how specifically you bear down and pop open a jar of pickles of pickled vegetables, whether it be tomatoes, whether it be uh, garlic, whether it be olives, whether it be. Raytheon, IBM, whether it be a can of Bechtel. <laughs> there it goes. Loves you know what's really sad? You sound so much like him. For just a second there, I thought he really did do that. You know, <laughs> Whether it be a can of Raytheon. Whether it be a uh, can of Globalists or a can of Bilderbergs. Literally. Uh, the, uh, can of Bilderbergs. Pickled fruit. Pickled fruit. Knows there is a pop. You don't turn around it. You can't open a can of pickles that way. You pressure down and pop it open. No, no, you turn the lid. You turn the lid. You don't pop it open. You don't pressure down and pull it off. You turn it. What? I can't even believe we're talking about this. Then unscrew it. There's no pop. She acts like it pops at the end. This is completely and totally fake and scripted and all part of entertainment. So let's play... In, in, all, in all part of entertainment. I want him to die. I want him to fall off a building somewhere and just save the world from this ridiculous stupidity. Oh, my God. And there are millions of people going, yes, yes, she totally faked the can of pickles. You're, you're so right, Alex. Thank you for blowing the lid off of the lid conspiracy. Literally. Jesus, God. Notice she's wearing a lav mic. You would hear the pop of the can. Amazing. Now, before Jar. I demonstrate Jar. this. Amazing. Just amazing. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's just like, it's one of those things for me. It, it's I love doing it, and I love doing it for the same reason why, like any human being, when you're driving past the scene of an accident, you've got to look. You've got to look. It's impossible to not look. I challenge, Next time you drive past a big accident, it's got several uh, emergency vehicles and there appears to be wreckage. I dare you can't do it. Likewise, I cannot go past a clip of Alex Jones talking about how Hillary Clinton can't open a can of pickles and tell him uh, that we're liars. It's too good to be true. Uh, it's something amazing, folks. Alex Jones <laughs> debunking the Clinton pickle can conspiracy. Can. Can. He keeps saying can. He goes on and on. He plays it in slow motion. We're gonna we're now gonna play this in slow motion and we're gonna show you how she can't open the can with her bare hands. Now the way you open a can of pickles is you uh, pressure down and pull it off. You don't you don't turn it like a like a can of beets or a can of olives or a can of asparagus or a 
can of jelly or a can of dehydrated milk or a... <laughs> I could do this all day. Yep. Oh, God. Okay, the uh, post-mortem show is coming up next. If you happen to subscribe at patreon.com slash Bob and Chez, we thank you. But you can listen to the post-mortem show over there at patreon.com slash Bob and Chez. If you haven't signed up yet, what the hell are you waiting for? We're coming close, but yeah, we're tantalizingly close. We're just uh, about $2,000 away from our goal. Still a long way to go, but uh, we think we can do it with your help. Go to patreon.com slash Bob You can sign up for a dollar a month, $5 a month, $10 a month, $15 a month. And you get lots of uh, premium bonus content just for subscribers. We do all kinds of extra show just for our Patreon people who we love. All right, that's coming up next. We'll see you over there. If not, we will see you on the after party on Friday. Take care, folks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Literally. Uh, uh,